Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Colossians. Today is episode 597. Look at Colossians chapter 3, verses 5 through 11. Let's read our passage. Therefore put to death what belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, God's wrath is coming upon the disobedient. And you once walked in these things when you were living in them. But now put away all the following, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and filthy language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self. You are being renewed in knowledge according to the image of your Creator. In Christ there is not Greek or Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. This is Paul's letter to the church in Colossae. Paul's dealing with a problem in the church. The church has some false teachers who are leading the church astray, and we don't know how entrenched this thinking is, but it's serious enough. Paul's very concerned about the church, and he's trying to get them back to look to Christ as being the one who's sufficient for everything they need, instead of looking to these other places. So in chapter 2, he was spelling out the problems in their thinking. He didn't detail what it is they were thinking, but he was showing the problems. So from the challenges he was bringing up, it seems that they're being told they need to follow some of the Jewish regulations, that is, dietary restrictions and the Jewish calendar. But then they're going beyond it and calling for asceticism, self-denial, the idea that by denying myself, I can please God and be more spiritual. And they're also looking to secret knowledge that they seem to be getting from angels in order to be more spiritual. Paul's saying that you don't need to look to any of those places. If you want to be more spiritual, look to Christ and Christ alone. Now, I began chapter 3 challenging them, basically, so if you've been raised with Christ, why are you still living as if you haven't been? He continues in verse 5. Therefore, put to death what belongs to your earthly nature. And this is part of the Paul's thinking throughout all his letters, this idea we died with Christ, yes, to have a relationship with God, but we need to continually put to death that earthly nature. That while, yes, we are a new creation in Christ, we still deal with the fact that we do live in a fallen earth, we do live with fallen mortal bodies, and we are subject to earthly temptations. So while we have been forgiven of sin and given the ability to deal with sin, we still are tempted to sin. So even though we've died with Christ, there is this ongoing need to put to death that earthly nature. And he spells out some of the things of that earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Now, each of these words has a definition, but that's not so important. We, we get the sense here. He's talking about failure to follow God's moral code. All these things, regardless of how you exactly define them, are sinful nature. Now, he does amplify somewhat greed. Many translations say covetousness, which is greed. And he says that's idolatry. And that is the idea of setting one's affections on earthly things. 
rather than the things above. Paul's already talked about this idea. Set your heart and your mind on the things above, not the things of earth. And loving, desiring, setting your hearts on these earthly things, that's idolatry. That's the desire that should be applied to the things of God. Then verse 6, because of these, God's wrath is coming upon the disobedient. Well, it sounds awfully similar to Romans chapter 1, starting in verse 18. Paul said, for God's wrath is revealed from heaven against all godlessness and unrighteousness of people who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. And he goes on to talk about how anyone can know that God is there and they're, they're guilty before God. So, same idea here. God's wrath is coming upon the disobedient. Now, here, verse 7, he's writing to believers. He says, and you once walked in these things when you were living in them. As a reminder, hey, yes, you've been forgiven of sin, adopted by God, justified by faith. You are a new creation in Christ. But you used to be an old creation. You used to be a sinner separated from God. So don't forget that's what you used to be. And there's two reasons for that. One, so you don't get so puffed up and think you're so special that you've risen above all this. But also to remember there's others who are just like you used to be who could be forgiven too and brought into God's kingdom. So you once walked in these things when you were living in them. Verse 8, but now put away all the following. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, filthy language from your mouth. So this translation says, put away. Uh, many translations say, put off. Because at verse 12, it then talks about what to put on. So put off this stuff. And then verse 12, talking about what to put on is, as its replacement. So, but now, because you have died with Christ, because you no longer walk in these things because you are a new creation, then put away the following. Now, the things listed here, anger, wrath, malice, so slander, filthy language, is that different from the items he listed in verse 5? It's different words, but the same idea. It's sinful behavior. So put to death that sinful behavior. Put away that sinful behavior. And he goes on, verse 9, do not lie to one another since you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self. So here he's talking about how you deal with one another and he continues with bad behavior, lying to one another. And the reason you don't do that is because you've put off the old self. The old self has died, but you're still putting to death the earthly nature. So put that away, put that off. And put off the old self, put on the new self in Christ. Continues to verse 10. You're being renewed in knowledge according to the image of your creator. Well, we mentioned Romans chapter 12. We're talking about this renewing of your mind. It's uh, an ongoing process. And this is what's going on. According to the image of your creator. Now, aren't we all created in the image of God? Yes, but that image is tarnished due to sin. So just as Adam was created in the image of God, and we, we looked in Romans at Adam being the first man, Jesus being the second Adam. Now he is the image that we're being conformed to. So we're being renewed in our knowledge, 
according to the image of the Creator, because that image is tarnished because of sin. Verse 11, in Christ there is not Greek and Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. His point here is that, as he's been talking about, the old sinful habits can be done away with, or are being done away with. These barriers are also being done away with due to our now being in Christ. So, Greek and Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, that's basically repeating the Greek and Jew. This is talking about racial and cultural barriers. Uh, barbarian, Scythian, these are not in opposition to each other. It's like barbarian is basically anybody that doesn't speak Greek. The idea was that their language sounded like bar, 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 bar. And so barbarians, it was really so it was a language. We think of barbarians as just uncultured, violent, uncivilized people. But really, at that time, it was a language issue. Now, the Scythians, they were probably what we would call a barbarian. The Scythian Empire was kind of northeast of Macedonia. It had waned a lot by the time of Paul writing this letter, but it used to be a very dominant empire. And they were very warlike people, but considered uncultured compared to the Greek culture. So it's not that the barbarian versus the Scythian, there's barbarians and boy, barbarians on steroids would be Scythians, point there being cultural social barriers. That, that's all broken down because of Christ. Slave and free social barriers. So all these barriers that divide people, and we could come up with a bunch of barriers in our culture, they're broken down because of Christ, where when people come to Christ, all these barriers that separate people and divide people and cause people to shun one another, they're, they're done away with. And he says, but Christ is all and in all. So coming to Christ should result in a change in behavior, change in attitudes, change in how we relate to one another within the church and people around us in the culture. Christ breaks down the barriers. There's still barriers that are there. That's because we live in a sinful, fallen world, and sinful, fallen people do sinful things. But this should not be the case for those who've come to Christ. Christ breaks down these barriers. And in Christ, we're called to continue to put to death that sinful nature and continue to change our behavior and change our thinking. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Colossians.